At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You ready to check your feelings at the door? Check it out. Check it out. This is Am I Reister or Am I Wrong? We're bringing you facts and only the truth now. Am I Reister or Am I Wrong? I'm George Reister, he's Ralph Amson, and this is Reister or Wrong. So last night, the Minnesota Timberwolves, they won the championship, baby. Or at least that's what you would have thought by the way that they celebrated, bro. It was outrageous. They went way too far. Um, yeah, it, it, it was lame. Yeah, like it crossed the territory into lame. Um... Yeah, and people deserve to be making fun of them for that. Uh, Cam Newton was on a Barstool podcast and he said some things that got people fired up about women. They were like, he hates women. This, this, uh, all. And I'm like, why do you care? Like, why is this a big deal to you? Let that sink in. Um, Tom Brady, he is. Well, he was rumored to be going to the Miami Dolphins. Remember that rumor? Oh, he's going to Miami? Well, Ben Volan came out and said that it was actually deeper than that. He was going to go to the front office for a year and then transition to be their quarterback. Bruh, do we believe it? And a 10-year-old bat flipped and did his gritty on the back end, and I loved it. And and uh, snowflake baseball fans are clutching their pearls everywhere. Uh, but we are going to start with 
what happened last night because we were sitting there watching the uh, the NBA play in and the T Wolves beat the Clippers because the Clippers are a poverty franchise. What what else <laughs> did you expect? They just got beat by another poverty franchise and the T Wolves they. I mean, they celebrated like it was 1999, bro. Pat Bev jumped up on the damn, um, he jumped up on the scorer's table, shouting like he was MJ or Kobe. One, two, three, four, five. (laughs) Dude, he, and then he took his shirt off, threw it in, I mean, his jersey off, threw it in the crowd. Carl Anthony Towns kissing Jordan Woods after playing like trash. You had, I mean, Pat Bev crying on the way to the, you would have thought he was Kevin Garnett and like a lifelong Timberwolf. It was, dude, they deserved all the ridicule that they got last, last night. Pat Bev showed up to the damn press conference with a beer. Like, like they were celebrating in the locker room. I understand this is only the second playoff trip in 18 years, but Pat Bev wasn't there for any of it. Any of it. Carl Anthony Towns is over there kissing Jordan Woods like they've been together for like 20 years when like he was with uh, when he was messing around with Tristan when she was messing around with Tristan Thompson. What, like 18 months ago? Like, what are we doing here? Like, what the hell are the Timberwolves doing celebrating like this? Not even an actual playoff series win, but getting in the playoffs. I liked it. (laughs) Are you serious? did i thought it was fun i thought it was fun as uh uh, maybe it's because i uh root for a poverty franchise uh maybe it's because i really really can't stand the clippers (laughs) (laughs) like i thought you'd be cool with it because you you are the biggest clippers hater i've ever met in my entire life but like and, and and what sucks is like a lot of my angst toward the Clippers is Pat Bev related, so it's like I can't. <laughs> so I can't shit. be. I can't be too happy for the for the T Wolves. Pat Bev went two for eight and was minus five. I just <laughs> I just want to point that out, dude. But he was still better than Carl Anthony Towns. He was. He Who was played twenty eight minutes, scored eleven points, and fouled out, dude. He was a menace to to his own team. The T-Wolves have been in the basement for a really long time. The entire state has had, like, nothing good in the history. They got to be worse than Arizona. Like, I, I I put Arizona up there as pretty snake-bitten as far as all the pro sports franchises. Um, but, like, the only thing that Arizona and Minnesota have going for them is both of their WNBA franchises are, like, the class of the league over the last 15, <laughs> 20 years. Other than that, that it's that's it. That's it. And so, like, I, I've got a little bit of sympathy there. I like Anthony Edwards. I like Carl Anthony Towns. It's funny to me that players that were given up on by certain L.A. teams are out thriving in Minnesota. But And also, I know they're going to get their lunch eaten in the playoffs. And so I'm not like it, it. They can celebrate. They can celebrate. That's fine. It was fun. It was funny. Um, there's like a lot of funny takes that came out of it. So I'm glad it happened, but I'm not, I'm not mad at them. I just thought like, that's how Pat Bev always acts. That's how he always, acts. he like broke Chris Paul's arm and then did a weird dance last year in the playoffs. If you remember this is how he always is. And so if the team wants to follow suit and follow his leadership, that's, that's 
they're going to be gone after the first round of the playoffs anyway. So I'm not super worried about them, but the rest of the team, I enjoy the, the state has been just in hell and, and Pat, just let them have their fun. And Pat Bev is enjoying this dude because he doesn't normally go to the podium after <laughs> like, he's not the podium guy after games. He hit and, two and, shots and he got to go to the podium. Hey, and Josiah Why? Johnson at, uh, at King Josiah 54, dude, Funniest one. It's that Pat, how Pat Bell walking around Minnesota to today with like Tom Brady getting carried out after the championship. And then uh, he posted another one last last night. Pat Bev after beating the Clippers. It was the Kevin Garnett. Anything is possible. <laughs> after they won the championship. Bro, they that really, was. What if you're the Clippers, though, you shipped Pat Bev out. And then he comes back. And first of all, I had a fundamental misunderstanding of how the play-in works. <laughs> so, like, I was like, hell yeah. The Timberwolves knocked Marcus Morris Sr. and the Clippers out. Like, Pandemic P is done for. The Clippers are a failed experiment. And then I had people in my mentions that were like, no, the Clippers are still alive. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> they oh. They just got to win against. <laughs> so, in case you guys <laughs> don't the know hell? either, the seven plays the eight seed. The winner is automatically in. Because that the seven to eight seed would have been in the playoffs under the old format. Then the loser, so the loser of the seven eight game plays the winner of the nine ten game for the eight seed. So are, are we on the same page now, Ralph? We are on the same page, and uh, it it does make me feel good knowing with the Suns having the one seed that the Spurs would have to win twice to get in the playoffs because I have so much PTSD from the seven seconds or less era and Greg Popovich that I don't care that they're 13 games under 500. I don't want to see wow. San Antonio in the playoffs. I don't, so don't want to. Well, well you may get the Clippers. And then That's that fine. will make you happy too. Um, I, just, any, I just seeing Mark, Marcus Morris Sr. sad brings me joy on the court, not in life. I don't care about that. But on the court, watching watching him lose – is is nice for me. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app search FSR to listen live. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. 
The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, all right. So speaking of celebrations, though, this happened and it sent snowflake baseball Twitter into, into chaos. A 10-year-old hit a hit a bomb in a baseball game. And mind you, I'm a baseball dad. So this was exciting to me. I remember when my kid hit his first home run. I did, I don't think this is the kid's first home run, but this was dope. So the kid jogged around three bases and then grittied on the way home for about two seconds. And very, people were like, I would, I would beat him with the ball. He'd get a fastball at his head the next. He's 10 years old, first thing. They're like, have respect for the game. I think that that is absolutely showing respect for the game because he yeah. didn't. He didn't point at the pitcher and be like, ah, ah, ah. like he didn't hit him with that. He was celebrating with his teammates on the way home. He's looking at his teammates. His teammates are at home plate cheering. This is what baseball is supposed to be about. Baseball is supposed to be fun. But you have all these snowflakes trying to make it soft, trying to, I mean, just, just trying to make baseball just boring and terrible and that's why nobody wants to watch under the age of 50 wants to watch <laughs> it on television aside from the playoffs i so, think we have different definitions of respect because like think about it think about it because you and i were on the phone earlier today talking about michelin star restaurants and all that let's say that you go to a michelin star restaurant and they bring out your entree and they set it on the table and you take that first bite and you're like, mm, God dang, this is good. And the chef's like, have respect for the food. Just eat it and be quiet. <laughs> like, I am respecting the food. I'm letting you know that I like it. Like, having fun playing baseball is respect for the game. That is what it is. If you're saying have respect for your opponent by not showing them up, like, it's not about them. Correct. It's not about them. Especially, and I, I know we're parsing things here, but third to home, there was no bat flip. There's no bat flip. And I'm in on bat flips. I am 100% in on bat flips. I definitely don't care. And I think I think one of the ways to 
that would make me a lifelong baseball fan. One of the ways that would get me even more invested in baseball is if because you got the walk up music, right? You get that walk up music that kind of gets people hyped. Then you're just supposed to hit a home run and then like jog around the bases and stare down at the dirt the whole way. Also, as somebody who can be an annoying troll, sometimes the high road sometimes is the most disrespectful thing. Hitting hitting a 500 foot bomb off somebody and then acting like it doesn't matter is the same kind of troll shit as handing the ball to the referee after scoring a touchdown. Yeah. People will say like, oh, they're just acting like they've been before. That's real respect for the game. Like, no, what they're telling you is this is light work. Yes. This is light exactly. work. And and you and them hitting a 500 foot bomb off you, like that's just another day at the ballpark. You don't matter to them. They'll never think of that. That was again. supposed to happen. Like I like it's like it's like it's like punching a baby. Yeah, I, I, I genuinely like. I think that people who don't react to home runs is a reaction. I, and I think, I, but here's what I think. I think you should be able to flip the bat. I think third to home should be a party. Always, yes, it should always be a party. And and defensively, defensively, if you turn to, you should get to have like some handshake or something like that. And if you get a guy for the second time, you strike out a guy twice. You should get five seconds to do whatever you want. Dude, dude. No, I'm Suck, going after like, every strikeout. Like, like the pitcher should, <laughs> Every strikeout. Hey, 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 the pitcher should be like. <laughs> that's what that's I would do if fine. I were a pitcher. I'd be like. And that's then, fine. and if he hit a home run off me, guess, get, guess what? All right, cool, cool. All right, I got something for your ass next time. Be like. Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the same dance. I'm gonna do the same dance they did going from from third to home. I'm gonna make fun of them. Yeah, on the on the way home, like imagine if I strike you out to end the game, and you have anybody on your team has been talking trash. We are green on the way out of that joker, buddy. It's, I like I I try to imagine being in the crowd of like, and you're down two runs, right? Two on, bottom of the ninth batter comes up and just blasts one and it's a walk-off home run and the entire crowd gets to their feet and they're all screaming and cheering and just being in the crowd looking around and be like why are you cheering act like you've been here, <laughs> been before. here before everybody <laughs> sit down <laughs> everybody file out to your car silently yes act you like you've won a game before <laughs> have respect do not show up the opponent with all that damn cheering people I- like absolutely show up the opponent to celebrate but again just make it about you don't don't necessarily make it about them and that pent-up aggression is the type of, i always thought like roger clemens throwing a bat at mike piazza like just imagine if they let roger clemens celebrate any one of his four thousand oh career strikeouts then maybe he wouldn't be hurling a deadly weapon at, at mike's head <laughs> like, Dude, oh, okay so this happened this this weekend right so where my, my daughter had a volleyball tournament in Las Vegas. And Which volleyball they celebrate after literally every point. Yes, every single point. So in the so this happened, these the, the girls collaborated something. And mind you, it's 11U volleyball. Some of the so and uh, their club organization is really good. They won the, the entire this is a national tournament. Kids from all over the country, one of the biggest tournaments. Uh, Indianapolis is the only one that's really bigger, I guess. And um, and that's like the national finals. And 
so on Saturday, which was the second day, the girls had some kind of weight cut collaborated the night prior. And they said, and then, um, and then whenever the other team would get a side out in the first game, they would go, you out, you out, you out, and point at the other team. All of us were like, God, what are you doing? And it was hilarious to me because they're like, you out, you out, you out. And they were just pointing at me. I was like, damn. I was like, do you do you want to fight after the game? <laughs> um, and their their coach after the first game, well, after the first, yeah, after the first match, because they had three that that day. He must have told him, he was like, listen, don't point at them. Do your do your celebration. So then they would like huddle up and be on the ground and be like, they'd be like, you out, you out, you out on like to themselves in their little huddle to to the ground. And that felt way more appropriate because I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you want to ramp up the intensity in this joint? That's how to do it. I um, just uh, female sports. So they coordinate the chatter. Yes. And you and I, we you we've briefly mentioned softball on this podcast. Oh, my. Oh, God, the the incessant chanting is what just it's the chanting for me. I can't I can't I have nightmares about the chance. I'm not built. I'm not I'm not built to go up against somebody who has a song about how much I suck ready to go when I fail. Like if somebody is acting out of emotion toward me when they show me up or they beat me, I understand but when somebody like got together the night before to get ready for my demise, like <laughs> to me, you're that's preying on my downfall and then being ready to pounce when it happens. And so that's that that type of stuff is vicious. I'm not saying that I'm against it. I'm just saying I might be a little too soft to handle striking out at a softball game. Yeah. And what would what would happen on the walk back to the dugout? All right. Speaking of too soft though, Cam Newton was on a million dollars worth of game. And he said this about women and it sent people into a tizzy boy. I had a, a perfect, a perfect example of what a man was in my life by my father. Mm-hmm. My parents has been together for 36, 37 years now. And it's, and it's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I grew up in a three parent household, my mom, my father, and my grandmother. And uh, I knew what, a woman was not a bad bitch. Okay, what's the difference? A woman. Okay. A bad bitch is a person who's just, you know, girl. I'm a bad bitch. You know, I'm doing yeah. this. I'm doing that. I, 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 I looked apart, but I don't act apart. Okay. You know, and it's a lot of women who are bad bitches, and I say bitches in, in, in a way not to degrade a woman, but. Just to 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 go off the aesthetic of what they deem is a boss chick. Mm-hmm. Now, a woman for me is handling your own, but knowing how to cater to a man's needs, mm-hmm. right? And I think a lot of times when you get that aesthetic of like I'm a boss bitch, like I'm a this, I'm a dad. No, baby, like, but you can't cook. Okay. You don't know. You don't know when to be quiet. You don't know how to allow a man to lead. Okay, so that got people all upset. Oh my God, Cam Newton this, Cam Newton that, and I'm like, 
Why do you care if you're not trying to date or marry Cam Newton? Why do you care? Dude, he like he didn't to me. That didn't feel like a degrading of women. That felt like Cam Newton has a preference. Listen, I just watched a black dude on a leash at a wedding <laughs> um, with a white woman, like leading him around on a leash. He's on all fours. He's pretending to be a puppy. And this is like fur baby love or something like this is he likes the S&M being humiliated. And I'm like, people were like, oh, my God, get that black man. And I'm like. That ain't for me. But if he's happy, why do I care? Because if Cam Newton finds a woman that it, that that uh, that is happy with the role that he wants to, and she's happy with the role that he's playing, why do I care? It ain't my house. Like if he starts hitting her, cussing her out, all of this stuff, like degrading her, you know, any of this, like I'm not letting you work. I'm not letting you do anything. I, that's a different story. But if they're comfortable in their roles, I mean, that's like women who work being uh, destroying stay at home moms or stay at home moms destroying uh, coming at working moms. Like if that works for your family, if the dad staying at home because the mom is so great at her job or what, whatever, then that's what it is. Like whatever works for that person's family. Why do I care about what Cam Newton is talking about, about his relationship preferences? Okay. <laughs> Story time. So I'm on the phone with my guy, Chili. You know, Chili. Yeah. And this video comes across the timeline. And I tell him, I got to send this to George because this is inevitably going to be a show topic. So I send the video to you. And then he said, what video? And I was like, oh, I'll send it to you too. So I sent it to him. A couple of minutes go by and he's like, I didn't get it. And I was like, I sent it. And he's like, well, I didn't get it. So I go and check to see if I had DM'd him the video on Twitter. And I hadn't. But I remember sending it. I remember hitting share, send. Before I can resend him the video, I get a text message from my wife that says, yeah, I'm not clicking on this. I Why? sent that Cam Newton. I sent that Cam Newton video to my wife without any context, and the subheading is like a women, a woman, a real woman knows when to be quiet and let a man lead. I sent that to my wife with no context <laughs> whatsoever. I'm trying to send it to Chili, and she just the response I got was like, "I'm not clicking this," and I was like, "Oh no." <laughs> <laughs> she thought you were trying to send her a message. A, oh a, my God. Can you imagine? And so, cause well, I, I am not in that type of situation and I am, uh, you know, I'm, I'm raised by somebody who was deeply ingrained in the Christian tradition. I think he's the son of a pastor. So is my, so is my wife. And you would think that like, you know, maybe traditional gender roles would come out of that, but you know, that, it, that's not necessarily our arrangement. That's not necessarily our, everybody kind of has their own thing. Right. And Correct. so I, I see where you're coming from when you say that, and this is coming off another conversation that you and I had where somebody tweeted, uh, are married couples that send uh, Venmo repayments for coffee to each other okay? 
And I was like, well, the one thing you don't do is speak on how married people handle their finances because you don't know what blood, sweat, and tears went in to get them to the point where they'd even be happy enough to stay in a relationship when finances are involved. Because that's one of the hardest things in the entire Correct. world. Correct. Yeah. You, if you're single, if you're single, you just don't know. You and, and I'm not gonna fault you for having that opinion. I'm just saying until you have tried to manage finances alongside somebody else. You you don't know what there is to learn about yourself, the other person, what trauma they might have gone through as a child when it comes to like how their family handled finances. Yep. You might have some stuff come up on how your parents fought in front of you about money uh, when you were four and you just subconsciously like soaked it in. And then all of a sudden you're, you know, <laughs> I, I, I tweeted, I was like, it, it'd be like your, your wife going to the store and bringing back Kroger brand peanut butter. And you're like, you don't think I'm good enough for Skippy? And she's like, I was just trying to save money. We don't have any money. Like, you know, the, the, the stuff, <laughs> things, things that yes. you didn't even know were, were inside you. So uh, what, people, what people desire in a partner and what people, what people desire in a partner and how they choose to lead their lives to be a happy couple is something that I think should be left alone. However... Defining a woman, especially when you're Cam Newton and you've been in that and, and, you know, you got criticized for how you handled a question from Jordan Rodriguez in a press conference when you talked about women talking about routes hits your ear funny. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. 
and I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. When you say that, like, to, in order to be a woman, you have to know when to be quiet, that's not going to be received well. George, it's just not. I, I understand it's not going to be received well. But like, okay, if we're keeping it one one hundo, right? Right. When I talk to to my to my daughters, right? Well, actually, so actually, I'll say what I talk to my 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 sons about first is de escalation about like understanding when to say, listen, I need to walk away from this conversation for a minute. Like and we can pick it up later because the the it's raising up way too high and things are gonna go left and I don't want that right and and I tell my my daughters I'm like if you're ever in a situation with a man and you may be one hundred percent right and things start escalating to a certain place you gotta not not back down because I'm not expecting you to cower or anything like like that i'm just saying for your own personal safety that you need to say all right hold up let me de-escalate it so it's the same conversation except for 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 my daughters i don't not trying to have my daughter try to get in a, try to de- defend herself against a man like physically like you need to if, if it feels like it's heightening you need to be like nah nah I'm I'm out. Let's let's take a break. Let's talk about this later or let's not talk about anything ever again. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that yeah. that that there is an element of that you have to understand like in certain situations that you need to say, "Okay, hold up. This is now becoming a danger for me." Like I'm a big man. I know how to fight. I've boxed. I've done all of all of this stuff. However, if somebody else has a gun, I am going to probably handle the situation differently than if they don't. You know what I mean? Like, so, so that's the same way. So I, listen, we're coming out of 6,000 years of programming where parents thought doing the right thing by their daughter was find a way to make yourself the most desirable, uh, specimen possible emotionally physically whatever you can do do that right and we're finally coming around to the space where it's like or or be yourself yeah be yourself and it's a big ass world and here's the thing is is a woman supposed to cater to her man absolutely 100 but is the man also supposed to uh protect provide be emotionally there for his wife and all and all of those things and you can call that catering or what whatever as well too absolutely that's how you have a successful re- relationship yeah so like so the idea oh she's not supposed to cater yes she she is and yes he is supposed to be a good man to her too like let's stop acting like getting caught up on the if stuff like this if you want a partner Correct. If, Bing, bingo. If. Which you don't you don't have to you don't have to want any of that. You don't have to want any of that. And so I, I, I officiate weddings sometimes. I've done like nine or ten of them. And one of the things that I say every time 
which is actually like uh, some of the things that I say are my values I, are, are things that I'm actually attempting to have be my values. This one very specific thing is a value of mine. And it's something that I try to impart to my sons. I say, I always tell my sons, the most important thing to me is that you don't talk back to your mom, that you don't fight with your mom because you have to get used to the idea that there are not wins and losses. Those do not exist in a family relationship. You can't keep score. And that's one of the things that I talk about when I do weddings is, you know, everybody gets mad about the idea of participation trophies, but love is a participation trophy. It doesn't keep score. It doesn't, it doesn't keep account of right or wrongs. It's automatically forgiving at all times. Right? So if you're, if you're in a loving relationship with somebody, you're not trying to one up them. You're not trying to be better than them. You're not trying to win. What you're trying to do is have a functional relationship with that person. And I think when Cam Newton comes out and he says, like, this is what I'm looking for. And Cam Newton's own family situation might suggest that he has never found what he's looking for. And that's another topic for another time that we probably shouldn't speak on. But but when he says, like, this is the type of thing that I find desirable in a woman like that, I I would hope that it could just be received as like that has literally nothing to do with me. However, thinking like that, because there is this huge, huge amount of pressure that's been put on women for as long as women have existed to to acquiesce to whatever that societal pressure is. And we see that more often than not in like body shapes. Right. Because like when you, we were teenagers, it was like starve yourself until you almost die. And, yeah, uh, and and now you want to be thicker than a snicker. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. but I don't even think they're doing it for a men. I think that, I think a lot of it is for other women. But all right. Thanks, Instagram. <laughs> the the last thing though, uh Tom Brady, according to Ben Volan, that he was going to go to Miami. Cause because remember we started hearing before he uh well after he came back that it was possible he could go to Miami, get traded there, all of that stuff. But now we starting to get hear more of the details of that speculation that it's actually him that he was going to take a high level position in the Miami franchise for a year and then transition to be their quarterback. And then they were going to have Sean Payton come out of retirement and coach them. That sounds like, 50 moving parts that was never going to work even if it was true yeah it sounds it sounds like fan fiction it doesn't dude i i don't know about this because i let's say you're watching nascar and somebody crashes on the first lap right were you gonna like write a whole story on what they would have done if they would have won yeah. Well, exactly. like they would have they would have passed these three guys, then they would have won, then they would have celebrated like this. Then they would have signed a contract with another uh team owner and then they would have got this sponsorship from Coca-Cola. Then they would have turned that Coca-Cola thing into this. Like it just you you're talking about so many things that didn't happen. You're talking about ideas that never came to fruition. It's weird because then you're reporting an alternate reality as fact. Yeah. Dude, and what happens? What actually happens if uh, if Tua plays really, really well, so then you're gonna scrap Tua if he if if he turns out to have a you know a a Josh Allen season, are you gonna scrap Tua? I mean, there are so many moving parts that could derail that plan. 
What what happens if he goes to go to Miami and his contract didn't toll because he still had another year left? And then Tampa's like, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. If he's coming out of retirement, he's coming, he's coming to us, pal. I mean, like, how does that like it's just so many moving parts that could have destroyed that. And they said it was the allegations surrounding Brian Flores and the pain to lose uh, surrounding the owner that stopped that from happening. And I'm like, bro, there's no way that that was the thing that stopped it from from, from happening. Tom Brady just didn't want to sit out a year. This didn't feel like reality to begin with. This, Like you said, fan fiction. Until Tom Brady or Sean Payton says that this that this was true, I can't even like... I don't know. Man, maybe Steven Ross is just getting desperate after decades of subpar quarterback play in a quarterback league, after everybody talking about Dante Culpepper over Drew Brees, after, you know, everybody talking about Marino never get being the best quarterback to 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 never get a ring. They entertained Deshaun Watson for a whole year. Maybe this Tom Brady thing is true. But where it loses me, George, is that Tom Brady chased Bruce Arians out of Tampa. That's where it loses me. Yes. Dude, because th- there's no way that that is true because he, if you see what Tom Brady said about him on the way out, you know that there's not a single chance that that's true. You really think that whole staff who Bruce Arians has had their back through thick and thin, you really think that whole staff is ready to turn on Arians and support Tom Brady just because he's Tom Brady? Like, and do you really think Mr. I don't give a shit Bruce Arians would be bullied? Not a chance. Not a chance. The 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 uh, the uh, same kid that was the same dude that was like F them kids. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and, ain't no way. He's uh, Bruce Arians is the kind of guy that uh, where he's like if I'm not enjoying this as much as humanly possible, then it's time to go. And there could be a multitude of factors in there. But the idea that somebody else would be responsible for pushing Bruce Arians out, the guy like literally has nobody to impress. And that's the best thing about him. I just I refuse I refuse to believe that part. And it colors how I feel about the rest of it. It's a fun story. Mike Florio and, and Ben Volan, you got a fun thing to consider. You got like a Doctor Strange alternate reality, what if Marvel thing going on, but I just don't buy it. Yeah. I don't buy it either, but we will see if it comes true. You guys, I'm George Reister. He's Ralph Ams, and this is Reister or Wrong. Share it with a friend, the greatest podcast in the entire world. Peace out. Catch you later. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is 
finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.